do something different this Valentine's month. Join us for a beautiful, fun and deeply nourishing Sacred Intimacy Couples Retreat on the South Coast KZN. From the 23rd to the 25th of February, wake to the sound of the sea, renew your connection, relax in bliss body massage and reconnect with your love. Go to www.blissandrelaxation.com for more info. Ready to love life? Join me on a transformative journey with Tantra. I'm Tara Rose, inviting you to say yes to the present moment. Tantra is more than sex. It's a spiritual path using the body for expansion. In our sessions, we explore bliss and emotional pain, ignite your life force energy, and create a safe space for growth. I guide women, men, and couples in person or online, blending traditional and neo-tantra. This can be a profound journey to recognize your true self. Book a discovery call at tararose.net, that's T-A-R-A-R-O-S-E, or message on WhatsApp 076-5355-949. Tantra with Tara Rose. Activate, nourish, and enrich your mind, body, and spirit.
and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or that of the program, its presenters, hosts, directors or other team members. This show is intended for audiences aged 23 and older. This production and its digital copies contain content of an adult nature. If you are easily offended or are under the age of 18, this show is not intended for you. The posts, pages and recordings within are intended for adults only and may include descriptions of scenes of sexual content, suggestive opinions, detailed discussions and graphic topics. Listener discretion is advised. classes with your hosts lady lola and miss kitten come on in and take your seats tonight's class is about to start and with that good evening lustfuls and welcome to lesson three in semester one of the spin-off of lola's lessons called kinky classes co-hosted by none other than miss kitten herself as usual, I'd like to start off by mentioning the endorsement sites, but before I do that, Lustfuls, Lola's a little bit sick, 
Please excuse the huskier than husky voice. This evening, I won't be doing too much talking. Luckily, I've got, um, well, Miss Kitten and I have an amazing guest this evening. And I mean, Miss Kitten speaks more, speaks almost more than Lola does. So I'm pretty sure we'll be finally covered this evening. As I said, let me go ahead and um, quickly mention the endorsement side. The Council of Fantasy, Lola's favourite friends at the COF. It's a lifestyle-orientated community catering for BDSM, lifestylers and everybody that's somewhere in between. They host, we host events in all spectrums. Um, I'd also like to mention that it's an all-inclusive community and the only shame we shame is shame itself. One of the main focuses of the COF is education and not only in BDSM but also in sex positivity, mind positivity and body positivity. You guys can find us at the Council of Fantasy at www.thecouncilofantasy.co.za Sorry, that's not the, it's just www.councilofantasy.co.za I did say I'm sick, so I mean bear with me. <laughs> Your Lola Blakely production moderators on the Podbean app this evening are going to be, oh, no, I don't have the right ones here, hold on, I've actually selected the wrong ones, Armadusa, Black Dragon, I see a bunch of the other mods are here as well, um, but I think Medusa and Black Dragon are the only mods actually moderating this evening, so if you guys see them in the chatter, say hi, remember they're here for our protection as well as yours, we know that sex positivity and the Lola Blakely Enterprises that covers sex positivity as a whole is a very sacred space, right, because sex is sacred, so that's what we're trying to, to achieve with these shows and sometimes a little bit of fuckery falls through the cracks, y'all, so the moderator are just yeah to make sure everything goes through nice and and sexy and and, and positive and don't have any issues our guest this evening miss kitten my guest this evening let's get to that because we've on we are on a little bit of a video call here you guys can't see but i can and listen lustfuls gosh this lady has a shine about her Goodness gracious, she's gorgeous. I'm just saying she's smiling on the other side. And I can just see those cheeks. Oh, wow. We've got Domina Faye this evening. She's a central sadomasochist, a pro-dome, edge player, primal switch, and educator. She's got a whole lot of years of experience. Um, her profession is as a pro-dome. Am I saying that right? Pro-dome? Okay, protomay and a holistic healer. Can you heal me? That's it. Can we talk about this after, after the session, please? I hope it's not COVID. Gosh. Um, so then I've got something that says my ethos. So my ethos, I'm going to speak as if I'm Domino Fay. Always um, informed consent is key. Always be authentically you. When pain becomes pleasure, I like that one. Even when you're kneeling in submission, I take your trust and respect with revenge. Wow, that's beautiful. About Domino Faye, she's strict but fun. She's an edge player and prefer, prefers playing in CNC. So for the vanilla listeners or the listeners that aren't, um, Accustomed what CSC, um, what the acronym CSC stands for. The acronym CNC stands for consent, consensual, non consensual. Um, but she practices as a pro dom um, domain on a, C a CCS basis, that's um, a safe, sane, and consensual basis. 
Uh, she loves all things sharp and impact play is a thing in capital, capital letters for her, right? Respect and trust is also important. You guys can connect with our beautiful, gorgeous Domino Faye this evening. Well, you don't connect with her this evening, but during working hours on Telegram or WhatsApp, the moderators will be posting all of the links on the app throughout. And if you guys and don't find that on the app or if you guys are re-listening to the show you guys can always just check lola blakely um socials or i'll give you the telephone number on air this evening if that's okay with you domino Fay. is that fine okay the telephone number there um for, for domino Fay is 071 for our international listeners that's going to be area code plus two seven so that's plus two seven seven one six one seven zero seven three one domino Faye, welcome but before we get to you miss kitten you are still muted my honey good evening beautiful lola and our amazing listeners it's lovely to be back it's lovely to have you back thank you for for allowing me not to talk that much this evening i'm done, I'm done with my intro now can i go back to bed <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a no. <laughs> sorry to hear that you're not well. And we all send you so much love from Cape Town and hope that you get over this quickly. We were quite worried about you. So we're very glad to see you tonight. And um, you look lovely as always. Still very sexy and very sexy with that voice. Oh, gosh, you make me blush. Thank you. <laughs> Domino Fai, welcome. Thank you for joining us this evening. That's quite the introduction. I mean, we always, we're lucky enough to have, to have um, you know, partnered with a bunch of amazing people throughout the Lola Blakely Enterprises and Productions. And you stand out. Not only are you absolutely gorgeous, but I mean, um, I've, I've heard your name in the in the industry quite often so i'm very excited for tonight's class and also you've got an accent that is just to die for so let's not let the listeners wait any longer good evening domino Faye. how are you i am very well uh yes you're not too well and i really <laughs> hope you get better soon but i must say the huskiness is kind of growing on me <laughs> so um i'm very happy to be oh, here. we lost Thank her there for inviting me to the show i'm very excited and yes i'm just it's good to be here it's good to help people see what we see from our mm -hmm. perspective i think it's very important because not a lot of people have an educational platform when it comes to kink right um i know i was speaking to miss kitten a while ago and um the general consensus is in kink especially there are so very little platforms, right, Miss Kitten? Yeah, I think it's still something that's really not discussed. And I think the more that the conversations become open and the information is shared, um, the better the community becomes and it stops being a platform shared in the dark and starts to have real connection. Mm -hmm. That's very important. Yeah, I, th I think that's important as well to get those to get that information through, um, you know, to to listeners and give them somewhere to to learn. So earlier this evening, I got a message from a lady. Um, I don't know if she's listening this evening, but she basically recently started listening to the show. So she, you know, she didn't even know about the aspects of of kink up until we started kinky classes, which is so important. Well, it. It, it, it was such a, 
like a reminder. I said to her, I replied, and I said, you know what, thank you, because um, if it wasn't for the listeners that remind us of why we're doing this and um, why this platform is so important, I think we would have given up a long time ago. So she just basically said that she thanks us for, for, giving, for giving people this platform to learn on because before this, there, there was nowhere else. So to all of the listeners that feel the same, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming in every week. You know, thank you for being here with us. Um, I wanted to find out what this evening week we're going to be speaking about about negotiation. Domino Faye, why am I negotiating in kink? I mean, we negotiate in, in normal everyday life too, right? But why is a negotiation in kink? Um, what is that and why is this so important? So, yes, we negotiate in everyday life um, in our workplace at home. And we sometimes don't even realize it. However, when we're in a kink situation, it's very important to actually negotiate um, to help you understand, first of all, what are you guys going to do? Are you guys on the same page? Do you understand each other? Do you understand everything pertaining to the, the play that you're going to do, the risk, the aftercare? And everything that you don't really even think might be something that the other person think of. So negotiations is very important in that way that it opens up your eyes to more that you, than you actually would think of. Mm. So it just basically to put two people on the same page of what's actually happening. Miss Kitten, what is it for you? Sorry, Lols, you're going to have to repeat that. You blanked out there. Sorry, I said, Miss Kitten, what is that for you? What is negotiation for you? Um, negotiation for me is a, is a collab. It's a collaboration. It's a win-win situation for both parties. And I know we think we negotiate in, in life, but I don't think we negotiate enough. And I think most of our relationships lack communication. So I mm -hmm. think Kink offers us a platform to really get what we want out of our fantasies and those fantasies haven't really even been spoken out loud a lot of the time. They've just been mm. sort of thought out in your head. So it, the negotiation side of kink is aligning with the other partner, making sure that you're both on the same page and making sure that you're both getting your needs met. Because this is, this is not the Olympics. This is kink. You, this is really literally about your fantasy. So you need to make sure you're getting out of the deal what you, what you want. Otherwise, there's no point in doing it. And, um, the other thing is the one thing that separates kink from abuse is consent and the negotiation process aligns the two parties to understand that there is explicit consent, that there's an agreement between the two parties of what is going to happen. Um, and, and that is, is the foundation for me of kink. So, um, so yeah, I think negotiations are seriously important. Why is negotiation? Why? What? <clears throat> Above and beyond that, right? Why is negotiation so important within? So, so, so that's for for when you guys negotiate when it's not in an intimate relationship, right? Why is negotiation also important when you and your partner have, um, say, a BDSM session planned? Because it's going to look different for people that are in a dynamic as opposed to somebody that's not necessarily in a dynamic. 
anybody. (laughs) What I can say here is negotiation in a dynamic between partners is definitely to see if the other person actually have capacity to do a play. Mm. This is not someone that you only see when they come for a kingy play. This is someone that you actually usually live with or have communication with on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And usually we also do our daily jobs. So we don't always have capacity to do a play. So we might say, okay, uh, today is Wednesday. How about Friday evening we do a play and we will discuss it and we will be happy with what we're going to do. But come Friday afternoon, you're so tired and or you had an emotional day. In my case, I often see uh, clients with trauma that I get to a point that I I do not have the capacity. I do not emotionally. Mm. I won't be able to handle a play and Mm. I have to come back to him and say, I do not have capacity to actually do this because if Mm. I do, I'm going to not be able to get up tomorrow morning and say, okay. I'm okay. Mm. So That's really important for me. Check in with the other person. Mm. Negotiation is an ongoing process. It's not something that you do today and forget tomorrow. It's an ongoing process, constantly checking in with each other to see if the other one is actually okay before anything happens. I like that. I like that you mentioned that you don't have capacity necessarily. And that's important for the listeners to understand as well. Because even as a top or even as a dime, you can also stand up and say, but I don't have capacity because sometimes you just don't. It's not only, and that's so important, I hear this way too often, is the fact that people think that it's only a sub or only a bottom that end up not having capacity. But if, if you take a look at the reality of things, even as a as a top or a pro dome, you know, um, you can you can reach a, a level of not, not having capacity as well. Miss Kitten, what, um, why is negotiation? Do you think negotiation is important to you within an intimate relationship? I think it's even more important in an intimate relationship because I think that we assume a lot of our partners. I think that we don't speak enough or communicate directly enough to our partners. And I think with kink, it's based on consent. So so making sure that there is explicit consent, even in a long term intimate relationship is really important. I would take that. I would take it from a from a consent um, aspect even further and say that I would negotiate um, an exit strategy in a relationship like I would improve I would improve my entire intimate relationship even leaving the kink on the outside um, and, and add negotiation to everything um, the more you can create ne- negotiation as a skill the easier it is to use during kinky times um, mm. you can't expect to be good at something when your hormones are raging and you have no practice with it so creating creating good negotiation um, spaces and um, the the concept between two parties that this is acceptable the space is safe there are um, you know you're allowed to really be honest about your your needs makes it much easier to be honest about the kinky stuff too but I, I think we we don't negotiate enough and we don't we don't set clear boundaries in any of our relationships I think this goes further than just kink I think it's in friendships I think it's in work relationships um, I think we, we we all have an idea and we assume the other person is on the same page but often that 
um, ends up being the downfall of the relationships. And then simple things like I, I think one of the first things I learned in kink was negotiate your exit strategy. So what happens if this doesn't work and we don't want to see each other? Let's talk about that now while we're still friends and we still get on with each other instead of ending up having um, a fight where we don't talk to each other and we're, we're horrible to each other for the rest of our lives. You know, they, they you can put really simple things into place with negotiation that can be um, a great foundation for really solid for really solid intimacy i love that do we do we negotiate every session i mean it obviously we've heard now that it's an ongoing sorry listeners for the for those of you who have just joined lala is slightly sick just excuse the husky voice really i'm sorry but i mean there's no business like show business and the show must go on so yeah we are right so just excuse um let's get back to the sessions itself we heard a little bit earlier um domina Fay, you said that it's an ongoing negotiation right do we negotiate, does this mean, even though it's an ongoing negotiation, for every session, so if you and your, your partner are going to be having a play on a weekly basis, or that's normally your strategy, do we negotiate every session, or do we just assume that it's going to be the same as last weekend? So this is actually a very interesting question. Um, I mentioned, and you actually mentioned it for me, I like to play CNC consensual non-consent so even though my partner and i usually would discuss beforehand what we're going to do or if we want to play what we're going to do in advance we do sometimes get to a point where he will check in with me how i'm doing emotionally physically and because we have a dynamic and we've vetted each other so we know each other's boundaries and limits and we know each other's triggers so we have a very good understanding of where the other person is in life in general life in our kink life where we stand with each other okay so if you check in with the other person and you see they're okay emotionally they're good physically they're good they have capacity um we can do a cnc play so for instance we can literally just grab one each other mm. and do something so it's not necessarily discussed beforehand but the minute it happens you check in with the other person are you okay with this mm. so you still have to give consent to say yes i'm okay with this mm. so there wasn't a full negotiation before the the, the play we know that we play cnc so mm. we know that if the other person say i'm okay or we check each other's levels miss kitten actually taught me this you check your level on a number out of 10 mm. and we do that and i'll say okay yes i'm a seven out of 10 on both both cases emotionally and physically so then we we continue with the play so i might not know what we're doing or he might not know what we're doing but we do the play because we trust each other and if we feel we cannot continue with the play for any reasons maybe he triggers maybe i trigger we call a safe word so there's mm. always safety even if we don't negotiate necessarily for that specific play but only because we're in a dynamic we know each other's limits and boundaries and we That's did important. check in on each other's capacity 
Miss Keaton. I think um I think knowing 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 and have play having played with Dominic Faye, I know that you know um the relationship she's talking about is not something that was built in twenty minutes. It's not new relationship energy. It's a really established dynamic that's been built up over years of time. So when 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 she's talking about not negotiating every play, um I know for a fact that in the beginning every play was negotiated and every mm, play that's important. That's very important to know. Yes. So, I think I think you know C and C is probably everybody's frigging fantasy. Like I, I think half the room will put their it's hands up. It's definitely mine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Half the room will put their hands up. But the reality with C and C is the trust level that needs to be established before a play like that can happen is is insane. So so um mm. you know even even with players that I'm not in an intimate relationship with where we've got a year's worth of play under our belt. Our negotiations are less intense than they were in the beginning. But creating that cubic depth of relationship, creating the container that holds, that has enough strong boundaries to hold this relationship for plays like CNC and, and big edge plays um, takes time. And, and rushing into it without explicit consent and explicit negotiation doesn't build anything. And you need that bottom that bottom foundation of trust. So, you know, as, as fun as all this stuff sounds, without that, without that original negotiation and understanding each other's boundaries. The other thing that I'll tell you about, about Dom Faye is she is one hell of a woman. She knows exactly who she is. She knows exactly what her boundaries are. And that makes her really easy to play with because she brings her shit to the table and she's she's very clear about it. So, you know, there's no there's no guessing when it comes to this play, which also makes it easier. Um, so I find it less necessary to clarify every point when I negotiate with her as a as a top because her ethical boundaries are incredibly clear, which makes her a great player. And it makes it easier. And these are skills that take time, guys. This is not something that happens overnight or becomes, you know, it eventually becomes more automatic, but it, it certainly takes it takes time in the beginning. Domino mm. Fair, I'm gonna go back to your your intro, right? Um Domino you one of your intros one one of your um your parts says primal switch. So for the listeners that, that don't know what a switch is, let's explain what a switch is quickly because we've now heard that you are a pro domain, right? Or a pro dome. Um, but also we've just heard that it sounds like sometimes in your the, the dynamics, sorry, I've put my mic like really loud now because I don't have a voice, so just excuse. Um, but sometimes it sounds like sometimes in your 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 um intimate relationship you might even be a bottom. So let's explain what the what the term primal switch is. Okay, so I am a switch in terms of being with my partner. I have a dom of my own, so I only submit to him. I will mm. never submit to anybody else. We in a dynamic. I am collared by him, so I'm basically owned by him. Um, sure. I will. I will not submit to anybody else however i will bottom for someone else like miss kitten for instance because i trust her and i know she's a safe player mm. but in my everyday life i am a pro dom i don't i don't switch in a booking i don't switch for anybody else anybody that i don't trust explicitly i do not switch for and also if i switch and bottom for someone 
it will have consent for my DOM. So my DOM will say, I am happy and I trust the person that you're going to bottom for. I'm happy for you to do this play because he's ultimately going to be the one that's going to take care of me afterwards. Mm. So that is a switch in short. Mm. Primal switch. So mm, that's the exciting one for me. Yes, there's something called primal play and not everybody mm. understands it. It is a very, it's a very rough play, if I want to say it like that. If you think of animals in the wild mm. and it's mating season and they're scratching, <clears throat> and there's biting, <throat> there's grabbing, that's primal. So that is literally, <laughs> Lola, don't slip off your seat. <laughs> I'm trying really hard, guys. <laughs> so that's literally what primal is. But mm. again, this is only done with consent. Mm. And I, I personally, as a top, because I can do primal play as a top or a pro dom, I will mm. not do it with just anybody. I have mm. to actually have an emotional connection with someone for me to do a primal play with them. Mm, that's beautiful, yes. beautiful, and I oh, so sexy. Goodness gracious, it is, and and that's another thing that we don't really speak about often, right, Miss Kitten, is the fact that there are we 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 use all of these phrases. We should actually have a whole um a whole uh, episode on just different um terminologies. I mean, we did terminologies. I see Mr. and Mrs. Tusum are on, on air listening this evening, but we did a whole episode on terminologies with them for the lifestylers. Miss Kitten, next semester, you want to come back for, for a terminology? Okay, we're going to do that. She, we we need to hear you on air. Can we hear you instead of not hearing you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> going back um, going back to the the topic this evening of navigating negotiating for the listeners that have just joined in welcome i mean gosh we over um 991 listeners this evening welcome it's great to have you guys here it's great to be on air with you guys it's great to see all the love and thank you for coming out we've got um domai fay on air with us this evening i'm not pronouncing all of these things right you know this because i'm not used to again we need one for terminology so that i know my pronunciation is right um we are covering negotiation dom or domai it's okay both pronunciations is fine Dumb, dumb, oh gosh okay more more on this specific topic when we come back we need to go to a slight commercial break but we are interviewing myself and miss kitten on interviewing my there again i forgot just dom Faye this evening on navigating negotiating and why is negotiation so important in kink not only in kink guys but also in your everyday life i mean we negotiate without even realizing that we negotiate when you are discussing things with your partner and how things are going to end up working or looking for you when you guys are um, speaking about how we are going to have a play on a friday evening if you guys are single and then going to be negotiating getting together this is also a negotiation we just don't realize it so this evening we are here to tell you that you guys have been negotiating we just want to teach you how to negotiate fairly and um with consent more on this when we come back
something different this Valentine's month. Join us for a beautiful, fun, and deeply nourishing Sacred Intimacy Couples Retreat on the South Coast, KZN. From the 23rd to the 25th of February, wake to the sound of the sea, renew your connection, relax in bliss body massage, and reconnect with your love. Go to www.blissandrelaxation.com for more info. Ready to love life? Join me on a transformative journey with Tantra. I'm Tara Rose, inviting you to say yes to the present moment. Tantra is more than sex. It's a spiritual path using the body for expansion. In our sessions, we explore bliss and emotional pain, ignite your life force energy, and create a safe space for growth. I guide women, men, and couples, in person or online, blending traditional and neo-tantra. This can be a profound journey to recognize your true self. Book a discovery call at tararose.net, that's T-A-R-A-R-O-S-E, or message on WhatsApp 076-5355-949. Tantra with Tara Rose. Activate, nourish, and enrich your mind, body, and spirit.
and we're back, lustful listeners, to lesson three in semester one of Kinky Classes, a spin-off of Lola's lessons, focusing on the dynamics of BDSM and what it means. This evening on navigating negotiating, navigating negotiating. Oh, sorry, excuse my voice once again. And it's a little bit sick for those who have just joined, and goodness, you guys have come out in the masses. This evening we are live, myself and Miss Kitten are live, with Domina Faye. Domina Faye is an essential sadomasochist, a pro-dome, edge player, primal switch, as well as an educator. She's got a couple of years of experience. Um, she's currently a pro-dome and a holistic healer. Her ethos is informed consent is key. Always be authentically you when pain becomes pleasure and even when you're kneeling in submission i take your your trust and respect with revenge a little bit about her she's strict but she's fun i like strict and i like fun she's an edge player and she prefers playing in cnc that means that, that acronym stands for consensual non-consensual but she also practices as a pro dome um, on a uh, safe sane and consensual basis she loves all things sharp and impact play is a thing for her Respect and trust is very important. You can get into contact on Telegram or WhatsApp with Domino Faith for our international listeners. That's going to be area code plus two seven seven one six one seven zero seven three one. Or Instagram at Domina underscore fire and FetLife also Domina underscore fire. We're speaking about navigating um negotiations this evening and we want to know what negotiation is all about what what does negotiation mean to you and a play partner to you and your partner to you and a session partner because it looks differently to everybody right so we spoke we spoke a little bit about what negotiation is in kink why negotiation is important and now we're getting back to negotiation in a session so um we spoke a little bit about what does a session or play consist of and I want to get back to um, what is going to happen during a session um, and how do you see the session play out. Domino Faye, let's, let's get you back on that. Um, during, a, during a session or during a play, how is this going to um, filter through to what is going to happen during the session and how you see a session play out? Okay, so first of all, I do want to say something on my ethos. I would like to say one of the last one for you because it has to be said right. Okay. And I think once I say it, you'll understand it. Let's hear it. Even when you're kneeling in submission, I take your trust and respect with reverence reverence oh my gosh okay i had it incorrectly there i'm so sorry sure okay that sounds even sexier when you say that i should i should let the guests do their own bias and intros from now on that's amazing <laughs> okay so getting back to negotiation for a session bottom line is is you want the person that you're playing with whether it's the top or the bottom or sometimes you get two tops and a bottom playing. You want everybody involved in that session to fully understand what is going to happen from the start 
to the finish. And I'm not only talking about the session in itself. I'm talking about pre, pre-session things to do. So your self-care, you have to make sure that you actually look after yourself. If you don't look after yourself, you're not going to have capacity for the session. So this is part of your negotiation. If I, if as a top or as a pro dom, I check with people how they're actually doing, when last did they eat? I know it's one of Miss Kitten's major ones as well. When last did you eat? Um, how much water did you drink today? Uh, did you have any alcohol? Did you have any drugs? Did you have any weed? So I check all these things and I base what I'm going to do or whether I do the session or not on that. So if they didn't eat and they have a chance of being lightheaded, I'm going to say no to an impact play. If they didn't drink enough water and they want an intense needle play where there's going to be blood, I'm going to tell them no, because they're not hydrated enough. Mm. Um, So it's simple things like that that you actually need to know as a top or a bottom before you actually even think of a play, before you even start with a negotiation. So it's important for both sides to know what to actually do. So it's your self-care, absolutely checking in on your capacity from both sides. Is the top okay to play with me? Are they going to be safe to play with? Did the top have too much stress stress today? Did the top actually eat today? Because topping someone is hard work. It takes a lot of energy. So it's not just, oh, spanky, spanky for monkeys. No, it's not. It's hard work. It's really hard work. If I didn't eat and if I didn't look after myself as a pro dom, I will not even attempt doing a session for anybody else because then I'm not taking care of myself and I'm putting them in danger because I don't have capacity. Physically, I don't have capacity to do a session safely. And then when you're negotiating, you're negotiating everything. The self-care before, the capacity, obviously your consent. Your consent is key because you have to consent to every little thing. The action, the actual session, what are you going to do from start to finish? If I tell you I'm going to do an impact play, I'm not only going to tell you I'm doing an impact play, I'm going to tell you, I am going to warm you up with my bare hand until your ass is nice and red. Mm-hmm. Then, I'm going to u- then I'm going to use the spanker on you. Then I'm going to use the paddle on you. Then I'm going to use the cane on you. So each implement is named and they have the right to say, please leave that implement out because I do not want to consent to that implement. So it doesn't mean that they're not consenting to the impact session. It means that they have an issue with an item. Mm. Then furthermore, you go to aftercare. If a bottom tells me they're coming for a session and they require to be in my studio for an hour after a session, I'm going to tell them, you either pay me or you get someone to pick you up and take you home. Someone to look after you. Because as a pro-dom, 
I do not have the time and the capacity to look after you for the rest of the afternoon. So you need to understand, I can look after you immediately. I can see that you okay. I can see that you had something to drink. I usually keep water and Coke at the studio. So if your sugar drops, I give you a Coke. I make sure that you're hydrated throughout the session. If you're tied up, I literally give you the Coke or the water to drink because I make sure that you cope during the session. If you pass out on me, I'm sitting with a problem. You're responsible. So I'm checking, correct. I, I'm constantly checking in with you to make sure that you're okay. So this is part of negotiations. I tell them beforehand, bring something of comfort with you. So if you feel comfortable in your, your slippers or your gown, bring it without with pants. you. Pants. Exactly. Or if you want to walk around without pants, might be a <laughs> bit of a problem getting out there. <laughs> but bring it with you. And then I also ask people, please bring something like a chocolate or a sweet or even something to eat. If they want a sandwich, bring a sandwich. Make sure that you bring what you need for your aftercare. If you need me to keep something for you, tell me and I'll get it before the session. So I make sure all of these things is ready. And then the healing period. This is very important and something that people often overlook. You need healing period for different things. So if I do an impact session on you, you need four to six weeks of healing. Your bruises might be gone, but the internal healing is still in process. So mm -hmm. you need to actually understand what the healing process entails. If you're coming for needles, I need you to heal in that site for at least three to four weeks before I can push another needle into that specific site. Mm -hmm. So, but luckily people got different limbs and different areas on the body. So you can come every week for needles. I'll just use a different area as a pincushion. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cider coming out and you very strongly. <laughs> Absolutely. So you have to be sure. And then what is your safe word? If a person don't understand what is a safe word, I tell them, I work with a robot system. Mm -hmm. Green, I know a lot of doms and tops don't like the green because they feel people like to use it to goad you into oh, green, green, green. Can you, go, can you do more? Can you do better? But for me as a pro dom, I, I check in with someone and I ask him, what is your color? I rather have them tell me they're still green than... I me not knowing. Mm. So green, I'm okay. I'm enjoying what you're doing. Orange, please stop and check in with me. Red, red stops the session. Absolutely. There's nothing going on. I stop completely. If you bound, I untie you or I cut you loose. That is how serious red is. And the session stops immediately. There's no, no loss, spank or anything. It stops with immediate effect. I cut you loose. I put you on the couch or on the bed. I check in with you, check what is going on. You could trigger. It could have been a trigger. It could be um, something I did that you didn't physically handle. So there's so many things that you have to discuss. I even ask people, do you have triggers? We're going to do a specific session. 
is there anything in this session that can trigger you? And I often get people coming to me to heal those triggers, which is a good mm. thing, but I need to know so that if they act or react on that thing, I know this is why. Mm. So there's can so I ask you, ask you. Hmm. Um, has anybody ever went red in a, in a session? Absolutely. Really? And I 100% respect that. I, mm. I encourage it 100%. I will never Correct. tell a person, oh, why did you call red? I enjoyed the play. No. If a top tells you that, they are not a safe top. Mm, that's if so important call, to know. You call red, the top or the dom or whoever they are to you need to respect it immediately. Mm. And the same goes for me. I can call red. So I, yes, I wanted I, that was going to be my next question. Yes, so I've stopped sessions and I've called red and said, okay, you cannot go further. Because sometimes when you bottom, you go into a space area where you yes. go to a level in your mind that you cannot physically understand that your body cannot take anymore. So your mm. mind is saying, oh, yes, let's go. Yes, let's go. But your body is saying, I need to stop. Mm. And that's where the skill comes in. As a top, you need to actually read the signs to understand that I need to call red. I need to stop the session because physically they cannot continue. Mm. They're not necessarily always know. They don't necessarily always know that they've reached their limit because they go. It, we call, we call it subspace, right? Um, that's yeah. That's normally what's what it's called. So um, that's I'm I'm so glad you brought that up because a lot of people don't realise that some subs can't call call their safe words when they go into into red areas. Miss Kitten, on you. Um, going back to you and safe words. What does safe word mean to you? Yeah, safe words are hugely important. I think um I think knowing that one of my bottoms can um can use their voice makes them an ethical player. I think that um I don't want to play with people who don't have autonomy, don't have the right to their own body in my space. That makes it a very a very dangerous play for me. Um and this is we keep talking about this, but it's it's fantasy. Like this is what you want to happen, not what I want to happen. So it's important that you're arriving being fully in control of your own body and your own choices. If you don't feel like you're in control of your own choices, you you're not consenting. Um, then it's coercion and it's it's not fun for either of us. Like I think as a top, you get a gr you get great pleasure from being able to give somebody what they want. Sorry, the snoring in the background is the French bulldog who's now come back from a run. So I do apologize. I know <laughs> she <laughs> looks so cute, by the way. It's so loud, and I don't know how to make it stop. I'm sorry. Listen for everybody that is not following Papa on Instagram. You guys should really we should get the link of Papa on Instagram as well. I follow her. She's a cute little puppy. <laughs> Absolutely love it. It's like a today. Um, yeah, so I think I think having a safe word is really important. I think using a safe word is not about the top, um, and it's not offensive. I don't know if you've ever gone to an aerobics class um, and done half of the class and felt that that was enough. 
Like, did you feel like you were offending somebody by stopping? Like, <laughs> I, you do what you can cope with and then you go home um, and you live to fight another day. There's no prize in kink. There's no award in kink. You don't, you don't, um, you don't get anything out of it. Um, you don't get anything out of it unless you, um, um, unless you're honest and real about your actions. The one thing I did want to say a little bit earlier is all of this negotiation, um, where we ask these questions and they sound completely redundant, but they're actually not. So things like, have you had enough water? Have you had any medication? All of those things are really important for playing with biochemistry. So if you take anything that's got an opiate in it, the opiate will stop your pain reactors from responding. So you won't be able to release endorphins and you also won't be able to acknowledge what pain you're feeling. So all of these mm. things, being really present and, 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 and aware with your tops in the session is so important. So, you know, I think when you are a newbie, it's hard to know what to communicate. So I have a very step-by-step -step guide that goes through everything. There's sort of a collaboration sec section that goes through like everything in explicit um, what is the time limit? How long are we playing for? What is to be expected? And then goes down to your to your communication strategy. So some people can't speak when they're in subspace, but they can use hand signals or they you can put a weight in their hand and they can drop a weight when they've had enough. Um, or, you know, if you're doing a play, something something that's extreme like breast play, um, where the person cannot talk in the situation, giving them another safe word or a safe action like a squeeze on the arm or a drop of the weight to the floor um, could also be a sign, a, a, a safe word. But yeah, that, that's part of basic negotiation. The other thing that comes in there is risk factors. Um, and then, you know, all of this is the information that you need to keep this place safe because it is extreme. Mm. So on the risk factor, what exactly, before that, I'm just like, just letting you guys know, I have been drinking a shitload of water, but I won't be able to negotiate any kink, Miss Kitten, because I've had like the most amount of opioids because my body is sore. So Lola's out for kink on, on kinky classes this evening. Let's get back to somebody's um, volume is on. Uh, Domino Faye, I think your video call is unmuted. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> it's not a problem. Don't worry. Okay. Getting back to risk. Um, every session, every session has risk involved, from the essential sessions to the hard edge sessions. Um, what are the different risk factors? Let's let's talk about risk in in kink, and uh, navigating negotiations within risk. Tell me, Nafai. So risk. Risk can literally be anything from emotional triggers um, to physical risk. Uh, we don't always understand that there's so many different risks that you um, don't always think about. I mean, I just simple example. Someone told me the one day, yeah, but I mean, essential play. <sighs> what risk can there be? So I said, well, Essential play can also include um, me scratching you. If you have any kind of touch activity, if you have any kind of um, problem with your skin, you can actually have a trigger on that. Because even though I'm playing very softly with you, it can cause a trigger reaction on your 
basically on everything because your skin is your biggest organ and it mm. will cause such a reaction in your body that you will feel that you cannot continue even though it's mm -hmm. so-called sensual play and and i mean I, then we get to the more edgier plays we get to the riskier plays plays that includes choking i mean if you do it wrong in simple terms you can literally put someone in a coma or kill them um if you do any plays that include opening the skin in any kind of way there's a risk of bacterial infections there's a risk of you can have problems stopping blood flow um and i mean someone can pass out from that because it's so intense and you need to know as a top do you have the capacity to deal with that risk in that session do mm. you actually know what to do if something like that happens also does that person have medical issues that's if important you, yes so if you have asthma i'm gonna think twice of choking you because by choking you it can cause a reaction that actually have your chest tighten up you can have mm. an asthma attack do i have the capacity to deal with that did you mm. bring your Mm. Do you have a pacemaker? Am mm. I going to do use the Eastern machine or elect any any kind of electro play on you? Because I can stop your pacemaker. Do I want you dying on my bed? No. I hell don't. no. It's but a I hell hell no. You back alive. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. Disclaimer: Don't do that. No, don't ever, guys. Red, red, red. Exactly. <laughs> You need to know the risks when it comes to people's health. So mm. I literally, I, I ask people straight out, do you have health conditions? Mm. Do you have a pacemaker? Do you have any heart conditions? Do you have any problems with um, anemia if we do any blood plays? Do you mm. have problems with high blood pressure or low blood pressure? Do you, are you asthmatic? Do you have any skin conditions? Do you have, there are so many things that you have to look at. And this is where it comes to the most important thing. When you negotiate, you have to be open and honest. Mm. Even though I'm a stranger, I need you to be open and honest with me. Your information is safe with me because if I tell anybody else about your personal information, I'm not an ethical player. Miss Kitten, one thing that I've learned from you, um, or one phrase that I've learned from you, um, that I always consider something that's really taught me like a life lesson, is how do you plan your risk budget? Because you need a risk budget, right? And this is how I now live my life. I, every day I, I wake up thinking, what is in my risk budget? How much can I really risk doing this or getting involved with this? I want to hear more about this from you, please. Yeah, so that, that risk budget becomes hugely important because, I mean, the plays, the plays that are being mentioned, stuff like choking, stuff like breast play, those are amazing. Like, it's an incredible experience. I'm not going to lie to you. It's like jump, it's as good as jumping off the Empire State Building. It's, um, <laughs> and, you know, naked with a really sexy partner and, you no know. Pants. Yeah, no pants. Like it's, <laughs> it's hot as it's hot as fuck. I get it. Like it's it's great. But the thing is, can you afford to be brain dead for 
the rest, the next 20 years of your life? Do you have enough money and savings to play that game? Like, is that mm. something that is in your budget? Um, and you think it can't happen, but uh, like stupid things happen. Um, but a friend of mine got burnt in a fire play um, and ended up off work for 18 months. Um, with three with three hundred and fifty thousand rands worth of um, a medical medical bills after twenty minutes of fun in the dungeon for a complete accident, nobody's fault. Um, you know, so this is stuff you've got to calculate in the risk budget, and then you need to bring your risks to the table and align them. So for me, the the big questions are: what what injuries do you have? What health concerns do you have? What body limitations do you have that might be relevant? Um, and what allergies do you have? Like these are these are my this is my first question in my risk budget. Um, then you know what else are we including in this play that comes with risk? So let's let's list all of them so we can understand the risk and get the information on all of them. Um, the other risk in this whole thing is who might be gaining pleasure from it and who's this activity for? Because my intention, you know, as a top needs to be needs to be understood from both sides it's no good that i'm going to ha i'm going to have um um dumb fay bottom for me um you know and i'm gonna spend the whole time looking at her vag getting off when she's there to have a great <laughs> time with some needles you know i'm um, suddenly i'm very jealous <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like you gotta align on this because these are all things that create a risk so if, if somebody's getting sexual pleasure when the other person's not wanting to give sexual pleasure that's a risk that's a relationship risk in the whole thing um Faye's mm. Faye mentioned it a couple of times is this going to be triggering and what happens when it is triggering what the fuck is our action plan in this situation how do we go forward and what is what does it look like to you and the other question that i i you need to ask is when it does go wrong who pays for it because there's no there's no way that you know as a professional top I'm going to pay your hospital bill. You can forget it. This is an extreme sport. You chose to do it. You came into my life. When my partner and I play together and I and something happens, I'm going to have to pay for it. I don't have an option, you know. So, but these are these are things that need to be negotiated beforehand because these are these are relationship deal breakers at the end of the day. The other thing is, what is the agreement on social media and photography during the session? Now, how, how that's a good one. Because, you know, everybody gets excited. There's five fucking stripes on your ass and now I've shared it all over Facebook and your mother's seen and just your, your <laughs> seen and Uncle Bob's seen and, you know, he's phoning your mum and it's, it's a disaster. Like all these things are the risk factors that need to be included. Um, yeah, and then how does this relate back to your risk budget of being an adult? How does what's going to happen today stop you from going to work on Monday? And if you do, can you afford to take those five days off work? Um, and then just aligning that all ethically and putting it into putting it into a, a communication. And you know, clear is kind in negotiating. The more you can, the more you can be clear about things. The kinder you are to absolutely everyone. And yes, including sometimes yourself. Yeah, and, and this is about you. All of this fantasy, all of this kink, this is fucking about you. You're not doing this extreme shit for anybody else. If you're not doing it for yourself, you need to, you need to have a different hobby. Negotiation in aftercare. Um, Domina, you spoke about this a little bit earlier. Negotiating your aftercare. We spoke, well, you told us about not, not necessarily focusing on aftercare as a pro dome but 
on there's an incoming call from an overseas number guys Lola's on air i can't be taking calls right now okay let's not find me right now um yeah i mean it's a plus one nine or plus nine one number so it's india guys just listen to the show find me afterwards <laughs> um how how do we negotiate aftercare mm. okay so it doesn't mean that i don't give any aftercare during or after okay. a, a, pro, a pro session i do give you immediate aftercare however you do need to negotiate with me what mm. you need so before the session even happens this is why the negotiation happen so that you understand if you need to ask me what exactly is my body going through if you've never had impact play you you're not going to come ask me for a, a impact play till you bleed it's going to be a gentle impact play because i need you to understand what you actually experience mm -hmm. i need you to understand where your capacity lie with that i need you to understand what kind of aftercare you need after that so i'm i'm all for testing your limits i'm all for making you understand what you're gonna go through and need however don't ask me for anything extreme if you don't know yourself mm. what aftercare you're going to need so you first of all if you already know that you need something specific after a certain play you need to tell me what it looks like for you. Mm. So do you need me to, do you need me to run your bath? I'll run your bath. You can go soak in bubbles for 15 minutes. Um, do you need me to fold you in a blanket? Do you need to sit with a blanket around you just so that you can settle? Do you need, do you need a hug from me? I'll give you a hug. If that is what you actually need, do you need human contact? Because that is often what people need. I often find during more intense sessions that people actually need care during a session as well. And it can be something as simple as me holding their hand just for a moment, just for them to understand that we are human. I'm in this with you. You're not alone, especially in the more edgier mm -hmm. sessions. So you need to have a plan for your aftercare. And you need to ask me for what you need in that immediate thing. And if I can't, can't help you, you need to know that you have a person that can help you with that afterwards. Ms. Keaton? Yeah, I think that that aftercare thing becomes, you know, the, the negotiation of aftercare becomes the consent around aftercare. The, the period of time that we have to align to say, yeah, I can do that. That's great. I can't do that. That doesn't work for me. Um, and again, clear is kind. I mean, it's it's far, far rather the guy says he's not going to phone you the next morning than he promises to phone you the next morning and he doesn't. We've all been through that. So let's, you know, this is, this is why kink is so fabulous because you get to know before the interaction whether you're going to get a phone call the next morning or not you get to align your head around it you get to be able to sort out you can get i can get Faye to phone me if the guy doesn't want to phone me the next morning you know there are the other ways to source to source aftercare and aftercare looks different for everybody else without the self-care to know how to look after yourself 
you have nothing to bring to the table. The other thing that's really important and I ask all of my players is, how do you want to be validated for your vulnerability? What does that look like to you? And that is so important because we're going we're gonna to take you to the most vulnerable point of, you, of, of your existence in these sessions. So if you have no idea what that looks like and what you need, you're going to be really disappointed and you're already dropping you already trying to your body's trying to replace all this biochemistry you've used all your capacity for for a week in one session you know you're not feeling great so you need to have a forward plan of what that looks like and we need to be able to consent say yes or no i can do that up front um otherwise it's not kind to anybody and everybody's disappointed afterwards because mm -hmm. the play is so much bigger than a normal normal intimate action there's a lot more there's a you know the, the end result is harder and the drop can be incredibly hard yeah you anyway, know that's what i have to say on that thank you <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit about red flags and green flags in negotiation because I've heard a lot of people say during negotiation you think you want to play with this person you think things are going to be like um, and then you start your negotiations and this like the student turns out and he says yes well I want you to like not tell my wife about this i mean we, we um, you're not a pro so Lola, you're not a pro dome but i want to have a play with you and i don't want to tell my wife you know do we have red flags and green flags in negotiations can we see that um is is are there yes there there definitely is so I mean, okay, so we've all been or most of us have been to events and I think we all and we see this lady or we see this guy and we hear their top uh, or a dom or a mistress or a master and oh, ooh, they're sexy. You know, you're salivating, grinding <laughs> you're like your teeth, you're drooling. And you want to play with them. So what is red flags for you not to play with them? First, mm. you go to them and you request respectfully to discuss with them if you can do a play. So you get different ways of playing. If you're at a kink event, you can do a pickup play with people that's available to that. If someone tell you, I'm sorry, I'm not available for a play, you respect that. However, there usually are tops available to may have give you an experience, but don't expect anything extreme if it hasn't been negotiated properly in advance. So pickup plays are usually something that's a lot softer or literally just give you a taste. But most important thing to know, do they actually negotiate with you? So it might be a much shorter version of negotiations that we discussed, but it will cover the most important and basic things. If they don't even try to negotiate with you and they just say, oh, yeah, sure, bend, yeah, what, what, you don't play with them. Doesn't matter how good they look, doesn't matter how good they smell, doesn't matter what you saw them doing, they're not a safe player. If they do not ask me, did you have something to eat today? Did you have something to drink today, tonight? Did you drink water today? 
do you have an do you have a talk with you or are you here on your own did you work the whole day how are you feeling emotionally how are you feeling physically do you have any health conditions if you don't at least cover these things with me i will not play with you because you're not a safe player for me if you do not have the capacity to negotiate even that play with me, I will not play with you. Doesn't matter in what capacity, I will not play with you. Miss Kitten? Yeah, I, I um, the one, the one thing I, I just want to say that I don't like in that, um, in what phase this is, I don't believe anyone is a safe player. I don't believe what we're doing is safe. Um, this is kink. It comes with a shitload of risk. Um, if you are, if you are even considering that somebody is safe, you, you know, you got to be slightly batshit crazy to put two hundred needles in somebody. <laughs> Like I'm not, I'm not like like safe. Like even priests aren't safe. Like safe is just a word in this community that is thrown around so much. But not not your house is not safe. Like like safe is like <laughs> you know, do you align with them and do your ethics align with them? Is probably is probably better for me because you know pro you know assuming that somebody is safe. Yeah, I, like I don't know. I've met a couple of psychopaths that looked super safe for the first six months and then turned out. <laughs> I just, I just like, I think, it, I think it needs to be said because we, we, we have this, we have this ability to promise people safe spaces and promise people safe players. And the reality is, like, everybody can have a bad day, and we can mm. be unsafe unintentionally. Like, like, so that from that for me is a little bit of a thing. And for me, the biggest red flag is accountability. And that's why, for me, even in, even in, in a situation where I've gone to a party and I want to do a pickup play. I would have watched the guy play. I would have watched how he handled the person underneath him. And I wouldn't be, it wouldn't be my first party that I was doing it at. I would be making sure that there was accountability in his process because the reality is this is not safe. Nothing we're doing here is safe. We cannot promise you it's going to be safe and it's going to fuck out at some time. So the player you want to be with is a player that can take responsibility and the player that's going to, that's going to own his own actions. More than that, I don't think you can ask for in this situation situation so uh, listeners this evening we were navigating the concept of negotiations on the third lesson of kinky classes semester one a spin-off of lola's lessons we had the beautiful and gorgeous Domina Faye on air with us this, this evening. Myself and, and Miss Kitten have had a beautiful discussion surrounding the concept of negotiations. Um, Domina Faye is a sexual sadomasochist, pro-dome, an edge player. Sorry, Lala's voice is coming again and I can't put my mic any louder, guys. <laughs> this is like really loud. She's a primal switch as well as an educator. She joined us this evening for navigating negotiation. If you guys have any more questions on this topic, please hit us up on social media. We can send through whatever you guys need from us. We'll be back again next week, same time, same place, kinky classes. Thank you, Domino Fave, for joining us this evening. Thank you, Miss Kitten, for being here with us. It's always great to see your face, and you look dashingly gorgeous this evening, might I just add. Thanks, Lols. Um, you're looking. You're looking like you need a big cuddle and some bed. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Thank you for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. And I I think I would see you guys again in the new yes. future. Yes, you are doing, uh, which, when's your next episode? Your next episode, the ninth one, the seventh one, right? Yes, that's correct. Yes, uh, the, the risk, the risk, uh, rack, rack, rack. There we go, rack. <laughs> yes, the risky Bye. one, the edgy one. There we go. And that's all from us this evening, listeners. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. And thank you for coming. Here's two more coming in the future.